0: Open
1: three. Welcome, everybody, to Season 2, Episode 6 of the Aussie Suns Fan Podcast. Uh, we are joined by the same people we're joined by every week, uh, our favourite foursome, well, my favourite threesome outside of uh, the obvious. Uh, we have Boyd. Welcome back, Boyd. How do you do? How are you? Good, been a good week for us, mate. Um, you know, just uh nominating the clean sweep again. We, we did yeah. it beautifully.
2: Well, spot on, man. We'll yeah, it up, absolutely. Mate.
1: wasn't wasn't hard to pick, to be honest. I I'd be shocked if anyone didn't pick it. Hey, mate, how are you going, mate?
0: I'm doing pretty well, mate. How about you?
1: Fantastic, mate. Fantastic. We're on an excellent eight, eight, no run, so it doesn't get much better than that.
0: Can't argue with that, Boyd. How are you going, mate? You good?
1: Always, my man. Always. Beautiful. (laughs) And uh, of course, the man of the hour, the man that does all the real work in this podcast and uh, carries basically the rest of us to make us look good.
3: (laughs) Good, good, fellas. Good to see you again this week.
1: I'm ready for it. Bring it. Absolutely, it is. (laughs) We'll jump straight into our week wrap. uh, Our first game of the week was against Sacramento. A win, 109 to 104. Cameron Payne had 24 points. Devin Booker not leading rebounds with nine, and Devin Booker leading assists with six. Uh, Portland was a win, 119 to 109. Little bit of a, a heart attack there in the last quarter, but Frank the Tank with 31 points, yeah. Booker with eight rebounds, and CP3 with seven assists. Memphis, a great win there, 119 to 94. Booker. And- both with 17 points. Cam Johnson, seven rebounds. CP, three, 12 assists. Houston today, um, another win, 115 to 89. Book, 26 points. McGee, 14 rebounds and book, six assists. Uh, let's start with you, Hame. How did you see the uh, the week?
0: Uh, the week was amazing. The week was, was really, really just... Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into it soon, but obviously uh, I've got a fair bit of humble pie to eat coming up. Um, but yeah, no, I, I didn't realise, well, not that I didn't realise, I just didn't think that we, this early in the season, that we'd be ready to go on like an eight zero run. I just thought, there's no way. Um, but I mean, we are kind of looking a little bit like the bubble team, baby. That's interesting
1: <clears throat> absolutely and nate how did you see the week mate? any uh anything that stood out in any of the games <laughs> other than the fact that uh you
3: know even the inflection in your voice last week when you th- what do you think we're gonna get flogged <laughs> and uh we did the flogging, so i'm ready i'm ready for you to dish anything you want on me for that one but uh look the other three games i said one to ten one to ten then eleven plus and that's exactly how it rolled out so no surprises there, but to the point you were all talking about, I do feel like I'm watching that team that we didn't believe was real last year. And it feels like that team is surprising us all over again.
1: And um, they're back. Yeah, it's absolutely, I think everyone was expecting us to fall over, especially after a one and three start. Boyd, how did you say that?
2: Yeah, man, it's, it's always good to, to watch the Suns uh, beat up on some teams, but you know what? We fucking, we really need to be doing this. We can't, we can't be dropping these, these daisies to fucking um, this quality of competition. So I'm not, I'm not getting too excited. It's really, really nice. Um, it's yeah, really, it's really nice to have eight in a row, boys. And uh, and uh, we're really looking really hard at at, at ten. So who who we got tomorrow? We got um, um, Wolves. who we got, boys? We got the uh,
0: Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, yeah, and then I think
2: I think it's followed up uh, shortly after with the Mavericks for ten yeah, in a row.
1: Two, back to so, back to ball, two, not back to backs, but two games in a row against the Maps. Yeah, both homers. Yeah, so these next two
2: games, I think, um, um, probably let's not get too excited right now, and let's hang our hats on these next two games, and um, then then we're really talking, boys. We're number two seed, as I predicted. Last week, number two seed after all of our wins. Fuck, fuck I'm good at this guys, man. I should I should just I should just put money on, on, on the win loss. But um yeah, anyway. Yeah, really good guys.
1: Um fantastic stuff. I think um we went eight and everyone went it was a fluke. We finished with the second best record in the West. Last year, and um, or, or even the uh, was second best in the league as well as the West. Um, that was a fluke getting through to the finals was a fluke, and now we're on an eight no run, which is you know, it must be. A fluke. Um, the the boys are the way we're set up, and the, we we are having downers in games still. Um, but reality is that the structure of the side at the moment is um, it's running like clockwork again, I think. Last week I spoke and I said I thought Monty made some mistakes with some of the rotations last week and whether or not that was just testing out some of the lineups and, and some of the different things. But this week we were damn near perfect in, in a lot of those games, including what we would net, went nearly 40 up against Memphis. So, fantastic week for the boys and um, really excited about another full game this week. We'll move on. Yep mvp of the week nominations so i have our three nominations and we'll get your votes on those nominations but at the moment i have uh well, the three i have unless someone wants to throw someone else up is cameron payne frank kaminsky and De- so oh, the
3: last one you cut out on the last You're one there, for man.
1: our mvp uh devon booker Book, right
0: Um, I've got pretty much the same, um, we've got campaign versus the Kings, Frank, shit that man has the ball again, Kaminsky, uh, the Grizz I thought was just all up and down. Everyone was a bit of a team effort, but the Rockets I had actually Booker slash JaVale because he put up some decent numbers too in that game. Um, unfortunately the only game that I really got to see this week was the Memphis game. Um, so I can't really speak too much other than that. But look, Frank, the last two weeks we've mentioned his name, he's just been stepping up, and that career high for him was just insane. You know, you you can't go past it, man. He might not be the best player consistently, but I think most valuable this week, considering DA's been out again, I think Frank's done a, a huge job
1: beautiful uh boy what's your thoughts
2: and i was gonna throw up um cp3 and for no i mean yeah campaign our benches have um um you know one or the other has 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 fired to keep us in these games and um really keep the the foot on the throat campaign i mean he has he didn't play solid every single game he had his he had his uh down patches uh frank you know, he showed up real big in that game, and he um, he was solid um, for a couple of the earlier ones. But he's coming back down the earth now. Like the, we all we all knew we all knew that was a flash in the pan. Um, then we got um, book. Now whilst book is putting up some numbers, um, and he's and he's fairly solid, I think I think we should be expecting a bit more from him just as a. As far as a um, um, consistency thing, he fired up in the, in the first quarter, and then he um, sort of he didn't. I, I don't think he scored a bucket in the second, and um,
0: it was pretty. So cool. yeah,
2: he's whilst whilst the numbers for him are looking good, he, he's still not where they're not uh, too good given the player he is, and we know he is. So I just look. I saw did CP3 get seven steals today. Yeah, seven. Fuck me. He's just he's pulling them he's pulling off massive massive um he, he, he's causing turnovers and, and, and we're scoring in transition <laughs> for four of him. Other and look, whilst he's he's not putting up massive numbers, it's his solid um playmaking and, and getting other guys going. I think that yeah, is a major reason why we are where we are. So I want to put him up for um huge call my MVP for the week. Big call. No problem.
1: I'm happy, happy to add uh, players into the MVP vote. It just makes it harder to break the deadlock. <laughs> Nate, who are you got?
3: Mate, you got to give the uh, shining to Frank. I mean, this is a career week for him. And yeah, when the guys in, the, in our Facebook group put that video of him with the interview afterwards where he's just... He won me over with that, with that interview. I was like, I didn't care if it was one good game or two good games out of the four. He deserves it this week. That's my vote. Yeah, well, I'm
1: I'm not going to vote for CP three, which would tie it up. Uh, I love what Frank did again this week. I still think uh, I still think that defensively, and, and this is hard. I I still think defensively Frank is is probably at his weakest. I do lose a bit of momentum um, when he's on the floor defensively in comparison to McGee, but it's he also leads the team in blocks right now. So that, that just throws that opinion sort of half out the window. Um, but look, uh, I thought, I heard just saying there before, Boyd, that we're not, we're not quite seeing what we expect, particularly offensively from Book. But what I love about what he's doing is um, you look at the Sacramento game, man leading the scoring you know campaign led the scoring but book had nine rebounds and was our leading rebounder he also led our assists he did so in two of the three games uh two of the four games and cp3 obviously the other two um uh, led our rebounds in two of the four games uh, led our scoring in two of the four games so for me Devin booker was our most valuable player this week uh, which means that Our podcast winner of the MVP is Frank Kaminsky. So well done, Frank the Tank. (laughs) How how,
3: how good a week are we having though? When we've all got you know pretty much different opinion
1: on MVP. Hmm. Bloody great. It means just means multiple contributors, really, doesn't it? So great. Uh, Our defensive player of the week nominations. So I have. Not sure. I don't think I changed this properly, but uh, I have four nominations on the uh, sheet I sent you out earlier. One of them is incorrect. Um, I have Frank Kaminsky, three um, steals and five blocks over the course of the week. Who had fifteen steals and one block over the course of the week? Jay Crowder, who had six steals and five blocks over the course of the week. McGee, who had three steals and five blocks over the course of the week. Uh, we'll start with you this time, Boyd. Who was your defensive player of the week?
2: I have to say CP3 again. Just, um, yeah, it's pretty much just from what I said before. He's just, um, he's really working them passing lanes really well. And he's, it's not just, it's not just benefiting him. It's, um, he's spreading it out. And, he, and he's a guy that can, that can find the right guy getting, getting downhill. And, um, and and cashing in on the other end. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to CP3.
1: His foot and hand work, hand-eye coordination work today was absolutely phenomenal. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He he was just, in every single passing lane, every single time someone was dribbling the ball, CP3, you felt like he was gonna knock it out of their grasp and steal it, but hey mate, who's your uh, pick of the week?
0: look i'm gonna go with cp3 as well and um boyd touched on it before you know he had seven steals today but look back at the what we classes a week for our podcast he's had 15 steals this week 15. that's solid it ain't bad like that ain't bad So, yeah, I mean, look, if you just – I know it's a very limited part of what you class defense to be, but, I mean, we know he's the point guard. We know he's amazing. He can turn it up. He's had a couple of, you know, kind of shocker games in the last few pods we've spoken about. But I, I seen the stat today, and it's like seven steals. It's like, crap, that's one game. I said, what did he do for the week? And I went back and looked it up. I had to count it twice, man. 15 goddamn steals for the week that is just amazing so yeah i'm I'm going with cp3 man
1: uh hard hard to argue that one really uh 15 steals is phenomenal nate
3: no i'll argue it yeah
1: yeah i'm gonna i'm also gonna argue it (laughs) the same way I'm still I'm still pissy at CP3 actually because I had him in a multi today. multi, Yeah, I had him in a multi
3: today. All he had to do was get eight assists. <coughs> when when doesn't he get to eight assists? No, yeah, well, I,
1: I needed the same um, leg. I needed <laughs> I needed nine and a half to get uh, five hundred and fifty bucks. So yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. He's, uh, he's me.
3: <laughs> no, I'm going to give it to Crowder um not based on the numbers um you tell me because get your head out the box and hey, give me the eye test Nate so I did and I've been watching him this week and listening back on what we said on a couple of weeks ago with our pods we were talking about him not really putting in the effort we expected from the starter and then Boyd's always trying to replace him with Cam Johnson um but it looks like this week he's really reclaimed it stepped up his all-around game and um, I think the defensive side of it stood out to, to me just from what I was watching. So I'm going to get three in the boat. Uh,
1: absolutely. And again, uh, this is becoming far too much of a habit and makes me sick. Absolutely 100% agree with you, Nate. <laughs> defensively this week was phenomenal. And really tough because to go past someone who's had 15 steals for a week is hard. Mm. But Jay Crowder... it's, not, it's, defensively- not only hard, it's wrong.
2: No, it's not wrong.
1: If you watch, um, if no, you it's watched,
0: not wrong. That it's and, and fucking wrong. Yeah. I
1: watched. I watched three out of the four, so I did miss the Memphis game. I, I, I'm happy. With, I'm happy to admit that. Um, but I believe Chris Paul had zero steals in the Memphis game. Um, but he, Jay Crowder, his transition defense has been exceptional. His ability to be one of the first back. And in saying that, it's easier because he just stands on the three-point line most of the time. But his transition defense is really, really solid. He's gotten back and stopped multiple fast breaks. Um, his rebounding is way better than it was last year. Mm-hmm. multis for four and a half rebounds a game and he couldn't hit him. This year, he's having, you know, between seven and 10 a game. Um, six steals and five blocks for the week is pretty good going. Um, for a guy of Jay's size, but th- as I said, the thing that stood out most to me, and CP3 was phenomenal, that hand-eye coordination, unbelievable, but the ability to stop opposition on a fast break was really impressive this week, and I'm going to also nominate Jay Crowder, which will give Jay the Defensive Player of the Week. So, boss man. Uh, it's a split decision? Oh, yeah, it is. no, it is. All right, we'll give it no. to That's it. That's and
3: Jay It's the best thing about having an opinion. Everyone's allowed one.
1: Yeah, yeah that's true.
0: I just love on a team where we've got JaVale McGee, Jay Crowder, all this, and a fella that we call the Warden, and we've got even better defensive players this week than Mikhail Bridges, you know what I mean? Because I think a lot of the time he gets overlooked because we're just expected out of him. So when he doesn't have a great week you know, but it's, it's kind of cool that we got the warden on our team. We all think about someone else for defensive player of the week.
1: I think he had four and three for this week, four steals, three blocks, but he also got in the passing lane and he's, he's handwork in the passing lane where he probably doesn't get credited for steals because it away to somebody else is as well. And, and, uh, McAul's
0: just a great defender, but and as soon as um, the steal's gone, he's on the burst back to the back. Now, the,
1: the, for me, the one thing, and you just spoke about Team hey, mate, Um and Nate said we've got a split decision. To this team, I'm the godfather, so therefore, whoever I vote for wins. Ah, oh, chairman's call. Cool. Yep.
0: no <laughs> argument there.
1: I get the casting vote. It's like the head of the table. Yeah, don't worry, fellas, Rusty. I can edit that out. Roman Roman Reigns <laughs> Roman Reigns style head of the table. Roman Reigns. Um, the week ahead. Okay, so we'll we will do a quick wrap because we are going very well for time here. This is this is wonderful. Yeah. It's it's clear that I haven't had enough beers, so uh, we're actually moving at a decent pace. Uh, game one, Tuesday, twelve pm. Again, I hope I've got these days right. Tuesday yes. pm versus Minnesota. Boyd,
2: what do you see? Yeah, W, nine in a row. Um, what I'm really interested to see here is the is the tussle between Carl um, Anthony Towns and Anthony Ed- Edwards for who's going to be the um the alpha dog here. I think Anthony Edwards is um, biggest
0: disappointment <laughs> of the week.
2: Well, mate, he's he's hot and cold, but I think. I think the Timberwolves are leaning towards him as the franchise guy, and Cat with all of his uh, rumblings about not being happy, and so I would not be surprised if, um, yeah, they just fuck Cat off, um, and uh, and and just build around Edwards. So that's something that that, that that I think. So look, I'm I'm really interested to see um, how that little uh, um, one and two. Uh, first option,
0: second option know, the dynamic Dave. kind of works out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: take a second to appreciate Gav dropping all the ice cubes in his drink. <laughs> He's I'm doing it,
1: trying to be quiet. <laughs> I'm, do- I'm doing it I'm doing it in full greens with Boyd.
2: But yeah, look, I um look I I can see that happening, but I if yeah, if I was to watch um any other team it'd probably be this this mob because I, I just I, I I like what I see from Anthony Edwards, a, you know, a small amount that I have, and um, but yeah, look, I just don't think we're so deep, guys. Look, we, we've even if we have Da out, we're we've we've got him covered, you know. Um, um, campaigns out, Alfred comes in and looks like fucking, yeah, looks looks good, but you know, so we, we're just um, we're just deep, man. So look, I I think I think we get him, we get him well. And I think it's it's ten plus,
1: very nice nate your turn
3: yep i've got it down as a w um i haven't really thought about the margin um off the top of my head i would probably go one to ten with this matchup but um i did look at it's a way game but we're on a roll i think it will be interesting if da comes back and and to your conspiracy theories gav um did you hear the i was i heard via the solar panel which we probably hear most of our stuff from um they mentioned that um um old mate retracted his comment about salva's comment on uh da Egg on his face. if if he, if you're right and it's a conspiracy theory and he's been taking time off cuz of hurt feelings oh shit hey <laughs> i did i Better did not come back to work cuz I, I don't know how long a, a bruise takes to heal but
1: yeah, it's uh, we'll this, <laughs> this is the um, this is the thing. The conspiracy seems to dig deeper and deeper. Where there, I'm seeing a lot more comment around precisely what you just said uh, how long does a bruise take to heal? <laughs> so, there's there's certainly questions there. We might throw it into topical suns later, just as, as a little bit of an extra. Have you guys,
2: have you guys ever had a, a really bad cork? Yes.
1: Boy, I just said we'll do it in Topical Suns. And okay, he- good. All right. <laughs> good. Think about
3: that for a minute. While
2: we're, let us chew uh, on it.
1: that. Let us chew on the yeah. really bad talk. Well, Am I? Regardless, oh, yeah. you're not Re- mate? Yeah.
3: regardless of DA back or not, I still pick the win, but I, I'd like to see DA back to square off with Cat because of all the you know trade talks and everything we've heard on the yeah. before about those two. I'd like to see him just go, man, oh, man. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Am I?
0: I'm very much the same. I'd love to see Da back come come back and just like put cat down. That'd be awesome. Um, if not, you know we're we're stretching this this um, win streak out a little bit too much. You know that's one of the main reason I thought we'd go down to the Grizzly. Um, but yeah, it should be should be a W.
1: Uh, For mine, I agree with most of what you said there, Boyd. Um, I reckon that Minnesota are absolutely lining themselves up to make Anthony Edwards the main man there. That will end up traded. Probably not before trade deadline this year. I think they'll see out the year and see how it rolls. They have gelled okay. I mean, this is probably – I spoke a couple of weeks ago that Minnesota was – the biggest dumpster fire in the NBA. Uh, that they actually haven't been a massive dumpster fire. They've they've played okay and, and been really competitive in a lot of their games. And a lot of that is down to Edwards, who. Not only do am I impressed with what he does, but his work in after game interviews and stuff like that is brilliant. The kid, the kid is just an entertainer. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does. In saying that they I think our sons are absolutely gunning for this streak right now. Um, Monty's biggest streak is eight. Uh, and I saw a comment after today's game when they said, "Hey, you know, you've equaled your streak of all time. How many do you think you can get to? And Monty's response was, uh, at least 50 in a row is what I'd like. Um, so. I think I think they're really gunning for this streak, and the double figures thing I think is really important to the group at the moment. So I can see them uh, beating Minnesota and beating them comfortably, uh, whether Da is back or not. Uh, and it was good to see he's been on the bench for the last couple of games, which is good. Wore with his own name on it today, which is great. Means he's got a got a little bit of confidence in himself there, which is great. Um, but you know, I can see us beating Minnesota. One to ten. Second game Thursday two p.m. versus Dallas. Oh, of course, the Minnesota game is a second of a back to back. Most of our starters sat a lot of the last quarter today anyway, so shouldn't be too much of a problem. Thursday two p.m. versus Dallas. Boy,
2: right. Uh. You'll yeah, we're gonna <laughs> We're gonna fucking kill these. Have these guys quick question? I don't I don't think these guys have have these guys beat us since 2018, maybe once.
1: They haven't beaten us with DeAndre Ayton in the squad. Yes. Yes is I think I posted it last year. We are something like 8 0 against them since DeAndre yeah. and Luka Doncic were drafted.
2: Yeah, look, I again um Pazingod, Pazingas KP. He's not um, as their as their number two guy. He's not. He's not. He's not enough. Like Luca's not, not
0: number two, is he? Luca's well, in a sense, he is. But I he's don't supposed know he,
2: to be, yeah. he's supposed to be. That's what he's getting paid for. But um, look, Luca is not enough, and I don't. I don't think he hasn't got the supporting cast that he needs. And here's 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 the thing, guys. If if he's watching the game today, the amount of our collapsed defense um when um when they were bringing it to and like they had some some guys with pops some really like quick guys young guys you know and they got a great first step on them our defense was reading it early and collapsing on these guys really really well and look i can just see i can i can just envision it now we're gonna have luka Doncic. uh uh collapsing in there and just getting clamped up by by Bridges and fucking McGee coming over and just swatting him big time out of the into the stands it's going to be fucking unreal um similar to you, you know how i i predicted that Jar Morant would have a shit of a game and he did i'm going to do the same thing with Luca. i think i think they're going to shut him down and the rest of it's just going to going to crumble mate
1: uh both games we may as well do do yeah, both. both of them a right. In the interest of time,
2: okay. What's um, what's it, What's a the game they, after the
3: Mavs?
0: Mavs? The Mavs, it's Mavs again. Both of them in Phoenix, two p.m. a day apart, or a day oh, in is between.
2: That, is that another back? So we got Mavs. Thursday,
1: Thursday two p.m. and then Saturday two p.m. both against the Mavs.
2: Okay. Um. Yeah. No. We'll double down. I think. Here's what I think. I think that they will adjust a little bit better. I think the first one will be a blowout. Look, um, um, by blowout I mean ten plus. We'll do it really, really, really easily. I think, I think the second, the second game around, they'll make some, um, some adjustments and they'll tweak a couple of things and they'll tighten it up a little bit. And I have got that one for one to ten.
1: Nice, Nate.
3: Mate, I'm going to lean into Boyd on this one. Um, I've got them both down as Ws. I do think they're going to make a point of <coughs> annoying Luca. Not just shutting him down, but absolutely annoying him. Um, I don't want to pick margins on these, but I do think that Luka's going to have a tantrum in game two. <laughs> I, I think there's a teddy coming. I, and, so I've got them both down as Ws. I'm not going to put a margin there because I, I just don't know how it's going to wash out. Um, you and me, Gav, we both picked Dallas to finish at four in the West. Um, they're hovering around that. So they're they are, they are precisely
1: tennis. fourth right now. They
3: are mm-hmm. precisely fourth. Yeah. So yeah, I'll say both W's and agreeing with Boyd on the Lucas shutdown and my prediction is he has a tanty in the second game.
0: Love it.
1: Hey mate.
0: Uh, look they're they're extremely defun- dysfunctional down there in um in Dallas at the moment. They're eight and four, man. Hey. No, I just, I just think as a team, as a culture, I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. They
3: replaced their HR manager. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. Then they're sweet. Sorry. I was uninformed. I didn't get the memo. Um, No, look, we may not win both, but I really think we should. Uh, Doesn't matter if Luca's playing, Porzingis is playing, you know, um, Mark Cuban's playing really doesn't matter, but could <laughs> um, <that> be something? <laughs> I, I, it, could, it could be worse. Um, Just some, on the fourth some
3: three minutes as a wing, yeah. Seen blowout, some of their starters, man. He'd
0: probably at least, you know, be able to dribble. Um, but yeah, no, it should be, you know, I'm hoping for a W on both on both cases. They're at home, so I don't see why not. But yeah, no, you, you're right. We're going to shut Luca down and make him a, a bitch. Yeah, to Luca.
1: Um, yeah, Luca had a wonderful off season. I think um, the vaping and beers and all that sort of fun. I don't think he's been as devastating. But one of the things I did look at today. So if we look at the of oh, the Dallas wins this year, they've been against Toronto, Houston, San Antonio, Sacramento um San Antonio again, Boston, New Orleans, and San Antonio again. Their losses have been to Chicago, Denver and Atlanta.
0: So their wins are over they have not beat South a playoff team. team. Yeah.
1: They have not beat a playoff team this year. Um when I was first researching this, I had one of these two down as a loss. Give out our double figure, 10 run, and maybe back off a little bit for game two and drop it. Um, but looking at their record and their losses, their four losses to the Plough uh what, 20, 26, uh, 31, uh, 15, and 10 to, uh, and to the Bulls. So... What I see is they're like the Lakers. They're happy to beat up on shit teams. When they play good teams, they get flogged. Um, I can't see us dropping either of these games and we'll beat Dallas pretty convincingly. Um, Last game of the week will be Monday, 12 p.m. versus Denver. Uh, Boyd.
2: Uh, Another W. I'm not picking a loss this year, guys. I'm not I'm not gonna do it. Um eighty two 0
3: <laughs> Even though we've lost them already, we're still going 82-0. <laughs> <and> <laughs>
2: I think and here's here's my little prediction. I think DA comes back for the Dallas, little mini Dallas series, and I think he's um he's got two games under his belt before we play the Nuggets. And I think that's just enough to get, get some uh enough miles back on his legs and I think he um explodes against Jokic. And um look, still still without Murray. Um who's that guy? Is it Ken Pazzo? Yeah.
1: Ken baby. Parzo?
2: yeah, yeah. Um just just not enough. These guys just haven't got enough guys. Uh but just um I got that one for ten plus
1: very nice hey, mate. Uh sorry Nate. Where Nate's Nate's second yeah i'm just
3: writing down all the notes for the uh sun's adjacent conversation later (laughs) uh mate i've got it down for a loss i I mean four four games this week I, i just couldn't be a boy and think we're gonna sweep all of them denver is no small feat um and and again i was kind of making that assumption without um da in mind if we if we don't have da is yeah you know, Frank and uh, Get McGee enough to pause or, or slightly slow down the Joker. I haven't got it as a enough. flogging.
1: I've got it as a one to ten. But I've got it. As a... <laughs> You'll never go flogging again.
3: Oh no, I will. If I think we're going to get uh, if I think we're going to get the proverbial pantsing, which we're going to continue to say for the rest of the season now, um, I'll say it. Fair call. Hey well, mate. It was the greatest thing Boyd ever did as a manager. So you know,
0: <laughs> it, was. it was. Man, it's hard to follow a conversation that just involved flogging and pantsing. Um, but anyway, look, um, I don't really know what's going to happen with Denver. We still don't know what's going on with Da. Uh, I'd like to think that they're more focused on their next uh, match with Miami on the twenty eighth or whatever and um you know trying to get the Jokic brothers involved on their joint twitter account which is so cute you know it's like them couples that you see that's like you know hamo and his missus joint account um but just real quickly i just want to steal a little bit of a line from one of my mates who said something he goes you see that like the picture just after Jokic chucked down uh, Morris in that game, and you see Tyler Hero, he's like, Oh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> right. We he, we he may, he may put up a thing saying, Look at Tyler Hero trying to be tough. He looks like a uh, looks like an extra in high school musical. <laughs> Come on. Thank you, Josh. I've got a laugh. Appreciate it, mate. Uh,
2: <laughs> do you guys do you guys think that um that the Joker which may play in our favour. You reckon he turns it down a bit, and he because I mean he's he's, he's going to have to get get a bit of a rep for uh, for for lashing out and um, um, a bit of a temper. So, may hopefully he's a little bit withdrawn. Yeah.
3: I I think it has been justified every time he did it, even against us. We we no it wasn't. Suns in four like we wound that team up. I mean we have to expect something back. Oh nice. no, no.
2: I I think it's great what he done to to Morris, but I'm just yeah. saying
3: from a from
2: an organizational point of view, they might be saying, Man, fucking pull your head in a bit, we need you on the floor. So maybe maybe there's a you know, there's a little bit of uh, maybe he takes a couple of steps back for a little while. It's only early in the season. Intro, there's
0: yeah. no point in getting him in a lot of tech – foul trouble or anything like that. Like he doesn't need to be getting to Draymond green okay. kind of bloody levels this early in the season.
3: I was gonna say he's not he's not competing with Draymond for the most technicals in a bloody season. Not yet. <laughs> um,
1: he's also not I fighting think... with his own bench. Yes. <laughs> I think that um, the one i really loved about monty last year and i think we'll see it again in this denver game i actually believed we might until it's right across the board
3: oh well, lost gav there with his internet look it's back to us fellas we always have the best time when gav drops out i think what um what gav was going to say was
2: uh i hear we... back. you back, right? Okay.
1: Uh, sorry about that. I, my internet's been wonderful the last couple of days. Um, I believe that uh, I was going to pick a loss somewhere along the line. Um, but the more I looked into it, uh, and particularly when I looked at some of our games from last year, in season series, Monty puts a lot of focus on games. And we're already 0-1 against Denver. So I think he will put a lot of work into the team about... A, tying the season series up, B, making sure that we do win our, series, our season series. So I think we'll drop this one to Denver. Us, we'll win this one against Denver, but we're not going too much into next week's pod. I think we'll drop the following day to the side that always somehow fucks us and I hate them so much for it. Because we've got it back-to-back the day after against the Spurs. Let's
3: not dive into that yet. Boyd, Boy can't handle it.
0: <laughs> he can only hate one team at a time, man. <laughs> I
2: can, I can do, I can hate multiple, mate.
0: Don't
1: worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're uh, we're pretty much, uh, I think Boyd, Hamo, and myself have picked a clean sweep again. So we'll be 12, 12 in a row, and Nate Records will win eleven in a row and drop to Denver. It's got to be one sport sport in the group. That's it. All right, we will move on to our next segment, which is the world famous 60 seconds with. And this week, our 60 seconds is with Boyd. Nate, you got the timer? Just hold up, guys. I can do that. Hold
2: up. Hold up. Before we start it, you guys want to grab a pen or something? Because I'm going to throw some numbers at you, and I want you to answer a question at the end of this. Then I'll.
1: Yeah, I don't have Good. a pen. I'll, I'll just use my photographic memory. Okay, cool,
2: cool, cool. All right, ready when you are. You go, sir. <laughs> Okie dokie. So we've got, I've got three players, guys. I'm going to throw some numbers at you. I'm not going to give you the names straight up, but I want you to tell me which is the guy you would like to be your focal number one on your team. All right. So I'm going to throw a couple of stats. So I'm going to. All these three guys have the same field goal percentage at 43, 43%. They've got the same effective field goal percentage at 49%. Player one um, is a 30% 30 three-point shooter. Player two is a 35% three-point shooter. Player three is a 35% three-point shooter. Okay. Um, Points per game. Player one. 25 points per game. Player two is 24 points per game. Player three is 22 points a game. So all, all the same effective field goal percentage, all the same field goal percentage, but player player two and three are 5% 60 seconds better. is up, boys, so Wrap this
3: up because I okay, like where you're going me, with this.
2: Let me let me wrap it up. Okay, so player one. Okay, 25 points per game. 30% three point shooter gets you a 7 seed. Player 2, 24 points per game, 35% three-point shooter, gets you 24th seed. Player 3, 22 points per game, gets you a 2 <coughs> seed. Who's your guy?
1: Well, uh, so I'm assuming, I'm assuming they're all from different teams. Yes. Um uh, so all right, Nate, you go first. Screw stats, you want the seeding, right?
2: And this is, a, this is the entire league. These are actual, this is not Western Eastern Conference. That's 24th seed for number two, seventh seed for number one, and two seed for oh, number three. The team, this, this, the team this, isn't it? Their team is seeded that overall in the whole league. And yeah, that's okay. this season? This season. This season, yeah. yeah. Two days.
3: Off what you've told me, I'm sticking with my statement. You go with the seeding.
2: Okay, so I made, you're a I made
3: a I made a comment last week about um the sum of the parts. So All
2: right, so so he's got a few few less points per game, but he's but he's got the better seating. So you're going to cop him. Yeah. All right, boys. Hamo.
0: Hey, I ain't saying shit until I know who they are, man.
2: Hamo, <laughs> hey, pick one.
0: Pick one, mate. No, because I'm going to end up picking Ben Simmons. <laughs> or so
1: well, he said it's this season, and Ben Simmons. Hasn't not, worked, so. hasn't I,
0: I go beyond beyond the numbers. I'm looking for something that everyone doesn't have: the heart, right, the drive. You, All right, now, I'm not did picking. You say,
1: did you say player one was seven seed? Player one, he was seven seed and the highest of yeah. the game at twenty five. Yeah, so I'm guessing player one is Luka Doncic. Um, I'm gonna guess that player two twenty four seed. Did you say? Yeah. I, don't oh, look that low, I don't look that lowly, so no, nah, well <laughs> the, Clippers, the Clippers are near the top but maybe someone like Aja Morant and number three will be Devin Booker but I will take the number three with the two seed I'm with Nate. I don't care how many points you score, and that's what impresses me most about Book this year is it's not about him scoring 30 points a game yeah. it's about us winning games. So I will take the two seed every day of the week. No, you have to pick one, man. Hamo. Oh, I did, Hamo right. a pick one.
2: Oh, sorry, Hamo, sorry.
0: Uh yeah. What what Gav said. <laughs> Love it.
2: All right, so so number one was Luca. Well done, Gav. Number two was Trey Young.
1: Oh yep, yep. Okay.
2: Yep. Twenty-fourth seed Atlanta. Fuckers. Um and Book, of course, was not was number three. So and look, all well, done, yeah. And you I say we don't at, have any soul. Hey, well, yeah, you've you've done well. <laughs> you've um you followed you's followed the seeding. You took the guy with the least amount of points per game and, and followed um um the better seeding, which is which is which is what's really great about what's happening this season. And it also speaks to you have Number one, which no one was going to fucking take, a um, thirty thirty percent three point shooter, is a guy that everyone's saying is the next fucking goat. It's Luka fucking Doncic, man. He, he can't. He's a high volume, low percentage fucking um, shooter, and I just I fucking hate his guts. With the hot so, so bad. So I had to bring this up. And Trey Young's another one, man. He's 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 another one. I mean, oh, he's really well mum with-
0: hot too. <laughs> did really well last
2: year. Did really did really well last year. But everyone fucking fucking trips over these guys, man. And I fucking hate it. And then you got Devin Booker, exactly the same um, effective field goal percentage. Um, the second best three point shooter out, out of the three, and oh, well, tied first. And then you got fucking. Um, they're all forty three percent overall field goal percentage.
0: That's he doesn't get any
2: respect. He doesn't get any respect at all. And these other two, every fucker's fucking tripping over him, man. And it pisses me off. It pisses me
1: off to no end.
0: It's 60 minutes with Boyd ever.
2: I love
1: <laughs> I love what you I love what you've done there, Boyd. And that has given me another topic for Eagle Sons. And I will bring that up when we get there. Um yeah, that was great, boy. But you, that you,
3: was really, fantastic. you really, you really, did shit yeah. on Gav's sixty-second structure, there.
0: No, no, but that was good. I did like that. That was that was did, good. Uh, that was interactive. It was. But I did. Um,
1: I I loved where it was going, so I was happy to allow it. Happy to allow it. I do like those comparisons when they put those those uh, things up. But do you know what? I, outside of that, and not the extra topic, I'm going to throw into um, into topical suns, but. Show how much of an impact Chris has on this side as well. Yeah, because he he's not focused on just the points or whatever. He takes over when he needs to take over, but he spent pretty much the first three quarters of every game trying to get everybody else going. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, but.
2: Do you see my point about my main point is about Luca? I think now he's literally on Luca? We got literally, it. Literally, he's literally fucking. He's in the MVP conversation, and people are doing it with their eyes closed. That's they, bullshit. There's only one they man. They in are the MVP. Fucking, They are. They're, oh, they're fuck man.
1: The, MV, the MVP race at the moment is two guys, and that is it. I'm sorry, but
0: it's just two oh, no, sticks yeah. and Abdul Nader.
1: Yeah, Abdul Nader's right up there. But Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are so... Currently, but do you... Steph's do going you think, crazy. Do you think, just because his name's
2: Luca that that guy's going to get MVP votes this year? Regardless... Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, he'll get he'll get MVP votes, and he'll go into the All-Star game. And will on- fucking step in. It was, he'll fucking fall into
0: <laughs> You know the best part is here, boy? I can feel your hate. And it's, it's, fun, man. it's just different names that we're talking about, bro.
2: He's got, he's got forty, he's got a forty-nine percent effective field goal percentage. The guy taking number one, who gets no kudos, Da, he's, he's just under sixty percent.
0: Now I'm just thinking, fucking, like, between, he's a centre,
2: I know. He's got between he's got you and me
0: and who percentage. we hate, watching you go off about someone's a little bit different.
2: Um, yeah, no, and don't get me started on the fucking Ben Simmons thing, man.
0: That's what, it's what I'm talking about, bro. It's a, oh, it's, it's different, different. Thing, man. You, Oh, it's different.
1: It's different. Reality, oh, yeah. reality is, reality is. Um, I've, I've, working from home has allowed uh, to watch a lot of NBA games this year. Luka Doncic is nowhere near as effective this year as he was last year. Nowhere near it. No um, chance. He's, I don't think he is he's potentially sneaking into a top 10 place in the MVP race. But I agree with you in that fact, Boyd, that if Luke Doncic is in that conversation, so should Devin Booker.
2: Yeah, I don't think uh, he's fucking top 10 or anything. No, nah. right. I, well, I agree with we, you on that let's too. move on before
1: yeah. Boyd's head explodes.
3: Well, before we uh, do move on, I just want to give yeah. Hammer a little more credit. He made a comment earlier that I'd like to um, throw full support behind um go for it i would like to be able to send luca a text message uh and it would say you know who is hot, hotter than jennifer aniston yeah mum
0: yeah Mom.
3: she is she was the best part of that draft night yeah Mrs. Dolchich,
0: honestly you get on the plane with ben simmons down near the shell harbor i'll fight him and then you and i will can we can cuddle
1: <laughs> to go out for dinner or something yeah Okay. All right, move on. Boyd, boy, Google it. Um, let's move on to the multi this week. Uh, now, putting it to the Facebook page group to get their support on the multi was a flat-out failure. Um, Especially in the time frame that we tried to turn it around in. Yeah, we didn't We didn't have a lot of time to do it. How we look, what do we think multi this week? I mean, if we had have just gone the win on all four games, we would have cleaned up, but...
0: I couldn't, I couldn't work out how to do it. Sorry, man. I really couldn't. So
1: even even after I told you how, you still couldn't make it work? <laughs> uh, you should have, should have told me that didn't work either. I would have put it on. But, um, so you put a multi on what?
0: So we had a multi on, um, uh, by the looks of it, it was probably, what was the first game? Kings? No, it was probably the Portland game, actually. We had uh Suns to win, Booker for 30 points, CP3 for 10 plus assists, campaign for two plus three pointers, bridges for two steals. Uh, we had $10 on at 3731. Uh total of three hundred and seventy three, and it fell completely inside out. Five
1: stuff, yeah.
0: Um so yeah, I think we're down to about was it thirty eight forty or something like that now? I'd lay a um, couple of
3: conservative ones there, Hemo. Sorry? I'd lay a couple of conservative ones.
0: Yeah, that was a little bit out there. Um but yeah, so we'll um we'll decide on what we're gonna do this week and like always we'll put it on with lab brokes because they're awesome and um, gamble responsibly. And uh, yeah, let's try and get a little bit more sort of, uh, might pick a later game in the week so we can get a little bit more interaction on the uh, Facebook page about, about the multi.
1: All right, so I've got a suggestion for this week. Conservative is a solid idea. I like it. Pick a game. All of us pick one leg each, put it on. Pick a if somebody boy. goes, if somebody goes way too way outside the box, then three get to absolutely abuse the shit out of them. And <laughs> so I'm voting. I'm looking that- at you,
0: Gav. I don't know why you're putting that rule. I'm voting
1: that we put a multi on the two p.m. game on Saturday against Dallas because everybody will be able to watch the game and cheer it on. could oh. pick also suggest that we do not include anything to do with the scores in the multi cool all of us pick pick a player in a category or like a multiple category thing and just put four on so nate somebody in the dallas game 2pm
0: sorry one second are we also including Suns to win and we all have a leg no, no, no Suns win, no. no margin.
1: Four legs, that's it. Okay. Four legs. Go.
3: Four right. legs. Oh, well, shit. I'm in, uh, I mean, I've, I've been Jay Crowder and um, CP3 for assists and rebounds have been my standard. So if you're only going to give me one, I'll just say Crowder for four boards. Four plus?
1: Yeah, yeah. Four yeah. Plus. All right, so write that down, how hey, That's the first one. J. Crawford four boards, Boyd. Okay,
2: I was thinking uh, CP3 steals. However, there's one that I that I've been doing well on, on uh, Ladbrokes. Um, it's Macau Bridges, 20 plus points, rebounds, assists, PRA.
3: So all of his line totals 20. Yep. Bridges, yeah, bridges, so PRA. The amount of
2: his uh points, rebounds, and assists eclipses 20.
3: Mm.
2: 20 plus, he's That's doing cool. it every
0: game.
3: Yep, uh, I, I, uh, may bastard. or may not agree, but uh... you bastard,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I agree, I absolutely agree. Um, he just stole mine.
3: Well. That uh, internet pause was perfectly timed then.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's right. Um, (laughs) All right. uh, As soon as putting it on, I will go next and I will go Devin Booker over. Whatever his points line is. I thought we were going to do any points. No, no, I meant like total points. Oh, right. Just the win-win. Okay, just the margin. All right. So, Devin Booker, whatever his points line will probably be about 24 and a half. Um, and against Dallas with Luka Doncic there, you can bet your ass Devin Booker will be pushing as many points as he can. All right. I like
0: it. Well, I'll be um, what double you checking. Down, with you up. Well, I have to double check with Gab before I put the game on because I've got an NFA about what he's talking about. Um, or oh, <laughs> NFI, sorry. Oh, NFA came from. Um look I'm going to go a little bit not too outside the box but I reckon like uh what Cam Johnson for 2 plus threes like it oh
1: oh
2: he's coming right. he's coming good the last two games okay
1: I've only got I've only got one issue with that the last 3 games the they haven't game. had, they they haven't had an option to put Cam Johnson in for 2 plus threes I don't like
0: yeah, it. well, that's that's where we struggled this week too. I mean, as much as we love lab breaks, and maybe it's the fact that I'm slightly stupid, but I couldn't find like we wanted Landry Shamit the other week. Shamit also
1: no options.
0: Yeah. No options, hey guys.
2: Guys, the same same things happen
0: over on Sportsbet because yeah, of course it does. Yeah, so no one um, looks at Sportsbet.
1: But um, um, no, Hamo, I think I think scrap the scrap the obscure ones.
0: Throw cp you come up short. In. What'd you say, uh, Nate?
1: Throw a CP3
3: and assists in. Pick, pick your, pick a conservative uh, uh, assist
0: total. Eight plus.
1: Well, put him in for the, put him in for the over, which will be one and a half. a okay, half. half.
0: Again, you a half. You'll probably steals. have
3: to
1: coach him through on that
0: one. Yeah, you're gonna have to, bro. No, he's, oh, over. Gab, Gab,
1: he's over. on fine.
2: Yeah,
1: just, just we'll send a message, Joshy, how to do it. Uh, it's. All right. It'll be over on his assists. Over
0: assists, all right. 9.5,
1: it'll
0: be. 9.5. All right, we'll work that out.
1: All right, let's move into the next topic, Topical Suns. We're going to start eight in a row, the first uh, time since the bubble. We didn't have an eight-game winning streak last year, and this is now officially... The highest win um, streak in the NBA currently, as both the Golden State Warriors and the Clippers lost today after seven straight. So we are What's your thoughts there, Nate? How how are we doing it? How are we looking? Um, Is this as good as the bubble run?
3: Yeah, but I I, I said it when I was um, admitting that I'd eating humble pie at the start of the episode that. They look like the team we were surprised existed last year. I mean, we all went through a process last year where we looked at the team and went, shit, is this for real? Shit we, really? Uh, and they're showing us right now again, so i'm I'm just gonna sit back and uh, and literally having flashbacks to how good they look going to the playoffs last year and and like sweeping yeah you know, Denver the way they look doing it and yeah.
2: Boyd. Um I think the bubble run was way more impressive. Given we we're talking about or playoff caliber teams, so were um, really, really good wins. So they were in that top top ten bracket. They like we're we're beating up on shit teams, guys. And and let's let's be honest we were in a we we're in a bit of a slump leading up into this, and we really needed these uh, these these punching bags to but now I think right now is where you'll see you'll see um, that son's team that that was really impressive last year and um, and in the bubble I think um, yeah yeah like it's been a fairly easy run um, it's about to get a bit harder so that's um, like I said like I said earlier let's hang our hat on what we do in this following week and um, and not read too much into this eight win um, streak
1: we're on now. Very nice, hey mate.
0: Man, that was um, that was pretty much spot on. eh? like um, the Bubble Suns will be iconic, uh, maybe just to us Suns fans, but I think to any reasonable knowledge basketball fan, the the Bubble Suns was was something else. You know, it really was. Uh, to be on the same run right now, I think is really awesome. Don't get me wrong, but I think just the energy and the vibe and the chip on our shoulder that we had in the bubble, you can't you can't compare it. Um, Marbo, sorry, mate.
2: I said it's Marbo.
0: Marbo, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it was awesome. It's it's awesome now, but uh, let's you know it's still very early season. Let's not. Let's just concentrate and have an playoff run. You know, no one expected us to do what we did last year. Let's just be happy, keep winning games, and keep going forward.
1: Yeah, hard to um, hard to argue. Look, it's not as, a, as impressive as the bubble. Um, the bubble, we were not a very good side going into the bubble, let's be honest. We were... We're all really, really hopeful that we might sneak into a playoff position, but um, realistically, we were just wrapped that they showed up and competed. This almost should be expected now. We played in the NBA Finals last year, let's be honest. Uh, And as Boyd said, of those eight sides, they're sides we probably should beat. Um, And this week will tell us a lot more. A couple of games against playoff sides, I'd really be interested to see how we go on a tour of the East, up against sides like Brooklyn and um, Chicago and those sides that are playing really nice basketball. By the way, I will uh, admit that I got one completely wrong at the start of the year. I think the Bulls are legit um, where I thought they were going to struggle, but look, it's been fantastic because winning is fantastic, but we're certainly, uh, certainly a long way to go in this season, but it's bloody good watching it. So that's as good as that. All right, we'll move on to the next one. I don't think it'll go very long, but there is a lot of players complaining about the change of ball in the NBA. Um, even has come out and said that basically every ball feels different. Uh, I think that mentally it's probably affected his shot. Coming from, and I know, I think, Nate, you play a bit of social basketball, don't you? Yeah, play veterans. Yeah, uh, I do too. I play Masters basketball. I shoot with 17 different balls in the warm up alone, let alone the different every week. And that's something I've never even considered. I just shoot the ball that's in my hands. What's your thoughts there, Nate? Uh, I've got two different opinions.
3: My first one is I didn't really. I haven't noticed the Wilson ball from watching the the games because the NBLs had Wilson as their standard ball for years. So, you know, I didn't hear the Brisbane bullets complaining that they only lost to the Suns, you know, six years ago, because it was, wasn't a Wilson. Um, that being said, these guys work on repetition, like everything they do is repetition, 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 repetition. So one little thing outside of that, Probably could throw off their training. Um, although I'd say there's no Spaldings left in the gym. They're training with Wilsons, right?
1: So yeah, I, I... The, the big the big problem is that um, I think the comments are that each of the Wilsons is a different view.
3: Yeah, I, I mean I can't comment on that other than. It can't yeah, be that sounds, different. Sounds pretty friggin' precious to me. Yeah,
1: it can't be that different a feel between one ball to another, surely.
3: I mean, maybe, you know, take your sweat into it, you take your climate into it, you take the air conditioning into it. I mean. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Hey, mate, thoughts?
0: Look, seems to be a few different people are having trouble with it. But, um, you know. I know he's not on our team, but Steph Curry's not.
1: Valid <laughs> yes. point. I know, he, I know he's a
0: freak, but you know it's 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 the same as everything, and I'm going to have basically the same answer to our next topic as well. Um, hmm. It's just what it is, man. Learn to deal with it and fucking move on. <laughs> Is now. sorry man I, I just don't get it like if any one of you guys you know okay something changed in your job and it was like a small thing to you Uh sorry a small thing to the organization but like a big thing to you it ain't gonna change just deal with it and like fucking move on yeah sorry
1: thoughts was
2: it kd that started this off
1: uh, About the ball,
2: yeah, kinda, yeah, wanna, wanna have those guys. I think, <laughs> um I think it started. In the and, running uh, for MVP? <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it started with that, and it just other people just went, "Oh yeah, well, I'll fucking use that as well." <laughs> can, if you took, if you got them Wilson balls, and you took the fucking word Wilson off them, and put Spalding on the pricks, guess what? <laughs> they wouldn't know. They wouldn't fucking be complaining. They wouldn't fucking complain. It's just okay, Rodio. It's just it's a it's a little mental thing to start with, but it doesn't fucking wash with me, man. Just fucking shoot the ball. And you're practicing with them all day, fucking every day. It's fucking get over it. Move on.
1: Um so the guys that have complained about it are the guys that have been in shooting slums. So KD was struggling to shoot early in the season. Um Damian Lillard basically couldn't hit the side of a barn. <laughs> was struggling to shoot a little bit. Even
0: the broadside of a barn. Either. He didn't
1: really complain about it. He just sort of said they. Well, they're different because he was asked about it. I think Hamo came up with a really good point. Steph Curry's not whinging. <laughs> whinging with his nine threes today, uh, but I think my biggest thing is, and it's along the lines of Hamo's. Instead of making comments, you're on over 30 million US dollars a fucking year. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Next, next topic, refereeing and the rule changes. In the NBA, we've started to see a lot of these players start to sook about uh, the fact that they're not going. We all know that James Harden is basically completely ineffective now as a player. Dame Lillard's now started to complain about it. Uh, luckily, none of our guys have complained about it, but what I wanted to get from you guys was your opinion on the rule change and how you think the game looks now that we've actually made these changes, how I?
0: Like I said in the previous one, man, it's going to be the same in this one. Um, rule changes happen. Um, you know, you, you think about guys like Yeah, Bill Russell, Kareem and that, scoring all the points they did. A lot of them didn't have a lot of the rules we have nowadays. Uh, Once again, it's just going to be the way it is, going to be inconsistent. Just roll with it.
1: Fair call, boy.
0: I think it's been uh, fairly
2: consistent. um, As the way that it's been um, uh, refereed. So I think... um, you know, and you're right, it hasn't affected us. And and I think I said at the start of the year that um it shouldn't affect us, maybe CP three a little bit. Now now he's still getting his rip throughs and he didn't get one today and he cracked the shits and I think got technical. But um that's that's you know, that's a that's the worst that we've seen for our team. And so I I like it. I like the fact that James Harden and Luca and fucking Trey Young, um can't do that shit anymore, and um, you know, uh, CP3 has such a high basketball IQ. It's it's and, and it really hasn't taken him that long to to get his head around it. He's still going to get a bit shirty every now and then when he uh, when he doesn't get one. But um, I think out of all them guys, he's going to fare the best because them guys are the serial wingers when when it when it comes to um foul baiting and all that. It was CP3, Trey Young. James Harden and fucking Luca. And I think. No, I was um, going to
1: say, you forgot Luca.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So look, he's going to um, CP3 will fare the best um, out of all them guys because he's just, like I said, he's too smart to let it hinder his game for too long. And um, I fucking love it, man. It's, it's, it's the game's better to watch when it's officiated the way that it is now.
3: Nice. Nate. I don't disagree too much with anything Boyd said. Um, I thought CP3 would probably find it the hardest. And to his point with basketball IQ, cp 3s just in the past milked what the refs gave him to milk. And they've taken away. He's like, fine, I'll find something else. Uh, whereas everyone else, the perennial whingers, they've copped it. I'm of the opinion something had to change and something did, so good.
1: Yeah, I agree absolutely 100%. I think the game's better to watch for the fact that you can't kick your legs out, you can't jump into people, you can't pull this crap that's been pulled for years. And I I remember watching 90s basketball, and if you pulled that shit, someone would put you through the front row. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these, the game is better to watch because of it. Um, has it impacted some of these players? Well, clearly, James Harden is taking a hell of a long time to adjust to this ruling. Luka Doncic is less effective. Trey Young is less effective. I think our biggest, and I know everyone talks about CP3, I think the guy that was going to be most affected by it would have been Book. Um, he did do a lot of jumping into guys to draw fouls. He, he's just adjusted his game. He doesn't see about it. It's the same as
0: in the 90s when they brought in, the, or the late 90s, whatever, when they brought in the flagrant foul. You know, you, like, you look back on your guys, like some of the fouls that the, the bad boys did, and, you know, even Barkley to an extent. Nowadays, you'd be, well, when look at Jokic, well, what did he cop, one month? A week. A week. Oh, close enough.
1: No, not even a game,
0: one game. And- was it one game, was it?
1: yeah. Yeah. It was, well, top
0: nothing. The rules change. You just gotta go with the flow, man.
1: Yeah, fair call. Next topic. How much have our young guys, and by young guys I mean McCalbridges and Cameron Johnson, how much have they actually improved this year in comparison to last season? I'm gonna let you kick this one off, boyd think I think, um, I think we're, it's still too
2: early to say and I think um, I think right I think earlier on in the season when we first started their regular regular season games, there was a huge emphasis on 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 getting Macau Bridges and and Ken Johnson um, in there doing doing things that um, out of their comfort zone and get trying to force that leap um, which I think is going to come organically just through the same game that we played last year. Just been um, no, the four, uh, third or fourth or even fifth, uh, being the first guy off the bench for Cam. Um, but yeah, look, I I think it was they forced the point a, a, a little bit earlier this season. I think now, just on the end of this eight, eight eight nil um um stretch that we're on now, I think it, things are starting to fall back into place, and these guys are, are going to thrive from here here on out because of it. You just have to look at um how off Cam Johnson was to start the year off now, now he's sort of fallen back into last year's style of play. And he's just, um, he's doing all the things um, good off the ball. And it's, 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 his shot starting to drop now. So he's starting to get that, that three point percentage back up again. Um, Macau Bridges, he does, he, again, he was, he was forcing it with um, um, getting in there, trying to do do a lot of that CP3 and book mid range stuff but now you can see he's sitting he's sitting out on that corner and he's and he's getting I think today he got too wide open in the in, in the second half and he knocked them down and it's just um it just it just gets his his game going when he when he when he plays his role these are these are elite role players um, and I think we'll see them possibly um, <laughs> Stamp their their, their position on a, on a on a on a on a like a like a star potential. One of these guys, I think, will be um will be um talked about as a star by the end of the season.
1: Nice, Nate. Well, uh,
3: it can only be one of the two, if that's what you think, Boyd. I, I think if, the way I read this question when you posed it to us, um, Gav was out of the two who's improved and only one of them has. McHale's stood up and done, he delivered exactly what we wanted him to And we're getting it at a bargain price and Cam hasn't stepped up and I don't think done anything different. I think all he's done is lengthen the process of time that we're asking, prove it. What, 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 what's grown? I haven't seen anything different this season that uh, to last. Whereas with Mikhail Yeah. Well, no, have... look, look,
2: I'd, look, I was probably a little bit hasty when I said that Cam Johnson might be called a star by the end of it. I think if any of them are, you're right. It, it, it will be. It's more likely to be Macau. But the thing I with Cam you were Johnson, about Macau. yeah, yeah. The thing thing with Cam Johnson is at the start of the season he was he was um, a, a lot more mid range step backs. He was um, he was pump faking the three and driving a lot more than what he traditionally does. Um, and that's what I'm talking about as as in trying new things. It wasn't his normal offense. He was trying you he, he can see in the off season, he's tried to expand his game and, and become more of a triple threat. But um, I think he needs longer
3: playing in that role of just being, um, yeah, just. According to you, he's ready to step up and be the starting power forward. Yes.
2: I still Bullshit. think he will be by the end of the year. I, I still think he will be by the end of the year season we'll see mate look he's looking really good he's looking really good in these last couple of games i'm telling you
3: right, eh? anything else mate <laughs> no back to the wrist motion <laughs> hey, mate, what are, you
0: <laughs> are you done shaking your soul do you yeah no yeah. worries um Look, yeah, look. I think we've got a really awesome young core. I think, unlike a lot of other teams, which I may be wrong on once again, um, but I, I think we've got one of the best young teams that we build up ourselves. Um, I think we can't be anything but proud. Um, you know, they're stepping up. They're doing, doing what they got to do. I mean, our. Yeah, we're up by thirty. Our complete bench comes in, and okay, we don't don't lose the game. It's not a bad start. Um, but yeah, I I think I think they're doing all right. You know, we look happy. Mainly, we look like we're enjoying ourselves, and if you can do that and win games, there's nothing better.
3: I will say that Memphis game was it was good to actually see the bench hold the lead, and not squander twenty points.
1: Yeah, That's because Abdul nice. Nader didn't try to shoot every time he got the fucking ball. Um, <laughs> actually, he did that game. <laughs> the uh, for mine, uh, what I was, I was just trying to throw out there and see where you sort of went with the Nate. I was just trying to throw it there, have these guys improved the way they play the game. Um, I think for me, the most noticeable change, and I heard something on the commentary the other day, which is something that I actually saw. Last year, we weren't overly quick as an offensive team. We were, we were one of the slower teams in the competition, not not for pace, but for actual usage. I know that Monty's got his, what is it, 1.5 second make a decision sort of thing, but our ball movement and our transition offence wasn't that quick last year. I have seen a noticeable difference this year. In particular, the two guys leading that charge are Kevin Johnson and Mikal Bridges. When we do get a steal or a rebound, the outlet hits those two, and those two are the ones that are hitting the floor penetrating to the basket quicker than anyone else. Book has always done it. And I think we've got an expectation that he just doesn't because um, he is deceptively one of the fastest players in the NBA, especially when he's got the ball in his hand and puts it on the floor. Um, I think that's the biggest change that we've seen out of both Cam and Mikhail, particularly McCall. Um, I, and I, I see, the start of the year that I didn't believe that he could become our third, off, I suppose, behind CP3 and Devin Booker. I actually, think that's more likely now than what I thought at the start of the season. Um, it's good to see Cam, and and I do agree, Boyd. It's good to see Cam hitting his spots again and getting those outside shots. But he put size on to become more of a threat in the lane. I want to see a little bit more of that from Cam. Um, It'll it'll come. It'll come. Yep. Um, The only thing that, well, I agree with Nate, not with you, Boyd. There is not a fucking hope in hell that Cam Johnson becomes the starting part.
3: Um,
1: Jay (laughs) Crowder. It's not to hate on him. It's just, uh, and it's not to hate on him. His his best role is as that backup to Jay Crowder. That's that is okay. So look. Realistically
2: speaking, you guys are probably going to be right on that, given the fact that at the end of the year we want the, uh, the same lineup going into the playoffs. And do you see a do you see a world where 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 Crowder um, isn't isn't starting for us in the playoffs and in the finals? I don't look. It's really it's, it's, it's pie in the sky stuff. But my thing is, is that I really think that um, um, Cam Johnson. There, there there will be a group of people out there who aren't um um Suns fans that will think fuck now he's he's made enough improvement he could be start he could be a starting four so i just look i i just really want it for him
1: um yeah, yeah so, and i get and, that and, i do and, get and, that far um, he he he's best suited to a backup role
2: and he, will be, he, league.
1: League. he will be for the rest of his career
2: that's what. I, that's where I disagree. I don't. You're probably. You're probably right about him not starting this year over Jay, but I think he's a starting. A starting four, and I think it. I think it happens um, towards. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll, it'll happen towards the end of Jay's co- contract, definitely. But I think. Like um, I really hope it happens this year for him. Um, another thing, and just quickly before we get off the young
1: guys, where the fuck is Alfred Payton? He he's just. He's just resting for when campaign fucks everything.
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because campaign's looking fucking mighty right now. <laughs> and I uh, yeah.
1: I I, I, sh- I shook- Shouldn't he be back in China? I shook Alfred Payton. It was I'm I moved on to Landry Shamit, who's starting to look better every game he plays. By the way, Landry Shamit, you mm. watched the game today? <laughs> I did watch the game today. Good. Good. Okay. You not really need to do a hell of a lot today. It, Today's game was the biggest cruise in the history of the world. Okay. Anyway, uh, now the topic that I added, which was a very hot topic on Twitter. is Off the back of 60 seconds with Boyd. Now, well, don't take 60 minutes for this one. We're running like well over. Okay, time okay. It may do that though. Some of you may like get right into this. It's a very hot topic on Twitter. Based on the numbers that you were sending before, and we're talking about being high ranking, etc., cetera, etc. Zach Levine versus Devin Booker. Fuck off! Get the fuck out of here! Get the
2: fuck out of here!
1: Boy, why?
2: Why? Hang on, <clears throat> Zach Levine. Man, okay, he's good. He's good. He's not Devin Booker good. He's fucking look. He's on. He's he's been the the guy for the last couple of years for the Bulls. He's got a, a lot of fucking help this year, all right. But we're fucking what 10, 15 games into the season.
1: He's still maintaining high performance though can with we, the can other we guys just, coming in.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's a good player. I'll, look, I, I won't. And I'm only going. Play, I'm, I'm only
1: being. Play. I'm only playing devil's devil's advocate here. Okay. He's cool. still.
2: He's not a he's, high
1: he's,
2: he's not on Devon's level. But why? Tell me why. I'll give you proof. Not no, that's what I want. I want proof. proof. I haven't got Zach Levine's numbers on me right
3: now. You don't need I'm him, Boyd. Like... You don't need him. Look at the Olympic team. Ah, Pop's that's where coach. I was
1: going. Pop's the coach.
3: Pop's the greatest NBA coach on the planet, and even Pop put. Levine in until Booker got off the plane, and as soon as Booker got off the plane, Levine hit the bench. Booker got the start.
1: Pop says it. That's, that's where that's I the
3: was. you need to say? <laughs> Thank that's you where
1: very much. Like, That's easy. exactly where I was going. All right.
3: and you didn't even give me a lead in there. I'm just like this
2: is a shit <laughs> no. conversation.
1: No. I'm I'm kind of dirty because <laughs> that was my justification.
2: And 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 don't, and don't get me wrong, guys. I I like. I'm I'm all behind Zach Zach Levine. But similar to my hate for the other guys, like Luca and Trey and all these other guys, if he if they start fucking putting him on that pedestal, well they already um,
1: are. They already I, are. I, well, I, you, I know they are. Luka
2: is there lighting that shit up now? There hasn't there hasn't been many. Look, it's, this is it's, like it's, the Donovan It's Mitchell not like, it's the, thing. like the Donovan Mitchell thing yet. And don't well, get me started on that. Kind.
1: But it's the same. It's the same shit that people are throwing out. The same shit they throw yeah. at Donovan. Okay. Look,
2: Levine. What I'll tell you is if if that if people keep throwing fuel on that fire, I'll start fucking hating that cunt too. Because I fuck that's how I've wow, gone all the I way. That's how I do it. <laughs> I fucking hate it, man. And the national media. Makes me hate, fuckers, man, and it, I hate it. I hate it so fuck, for z- all fuck the Zach kids Levine at home, and...
3: that's why we tick the
1: explicit box. <laughs> fuck, fuck <Zach> Levine. <laughs> uh, hey, you got everything for us.
0: I've got two things. Number one, uh, Nate, you missed the first one, he dropped it twice in about 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> other than that, that's over here. <laughs> yeah, other than um. Everything you guys said, which is hundred percent correct, fuck Zach Levine, He plays for the Bulls.
1: Don't you love the Bulls? Me, had him brought up there.
0: Oh yeah, no, but no, I may have had him up there, which they're doing pretty well. However, he doesn't play for the Suns, so fuck him.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure that's the justification I was looking for, but I'm. I look. Where Nate went was exactly where I went. Zach Levine played in that starting lineup in the U.S. team. He looked completely like a fish out of water. When it came time to stand up and actually take control of a contest in that side, he couldn't do it. Kevin Durant could do it. Devin Booker could do it. And that is why Pop went, Zach, have a seat. I'm going to put Devin in there. Devin will get you the win. The game will be over. And then I'll put you into <laughs>
0: what you want to do. do um, a couple of windmills.
1: I, I think Zach Levine is a really solid, exciting type of player. Defensively, he's horrible. Um, and Devin Booker is completely underrated with what he has been doing on defense in the last couple of years. Defensively, he's horrible. Um, on transition offense, Zach Levine is as good as anyone. But guess what? So fucking Devin Booker. Um, and I think that people don't give the time of day to how good Devin Booker is on offensive transition out on open court. Um, and that is where Zach Levine gets most of the wind blown up his ass. So we all concur. Yeah. Absolutely, and him, Donovan Mitchell's an overrated fucking hack, and Devin Booker's ten times the player he is. Thank um, you. guys. Any other observations, Boyd? Nah, no, you're nah. good. Hey, mate.
0: What? Just in general?
1: Just general.
0: I'd like to just give a quick uh, shout out to one of our huge fans on the page, on the chat. Loves the pod, Aaron. You're awesome. You're in the chat. You're everywhere. You're being seen. Being a bigger fan than most of us. I was pretty busy today at work, right? Pretty busy today at work. And then I get a message off as like, you're not in the group chat. What's going on? That's pretty cool. So, yeah, no, I just, uh, that's the type of fan we need, guys. You know, interact with us. When's the pod coming? When's the pod coming? Yeah, yeah.
1: that's fantastic, Aaron. I didn't get a fucking message Saturday when I
0: wasn't in there. <laughs> no, she messaged all of us asking where you were, though. Jesus Christ.
1: No, last observations.
3: No observations. I just want to propose something for um, the Don King uh, people out there that can put shit together and make it happen. I want a um, cage fight between the Morai and the uh, Joker Brothers.
0: The Morai.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow. All right, the two of them and the Joker brothers. Stick them in a cage and I, I want to watch.
1: We might see it. We might see it in Miami. <laughs> That's all I got, fellas.
0: Tomorrow.
1: All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much for joining us again. Um, like, subscribe, follow, share, do all that good stuff. Um, we really appreciate the guys that have been jumping on and following us. My apologies for last week. I had about seventeen beers, um, but we're back on track this week. So make sure that you do like, subscribe, follow, follow all of us on Twitter. I know that um, Boyd and I have handles. I don't know about the other two. I know Sir Hamo on Twitter.
0: I Sir Hamo on Twitter.
3: No, that no. Is a thing. We're a everywhere,
0: guys. Anywhere you want to find us. We got the Facebook page, Aussie Suns fans. We got the YouTube Aussie Suns fans pod. We got Spotify, Twitter, iTunes, we got the chat. You know, anything you want to be involved in, just ask us and we'll we'll lead you on the way to, to help you find some other Aussie Suns fans. That's it right,
1: well, we, Please, please let's do get, some, uh, that let's get some of the money before. Yeah, but Yes, absolutely. But before you do go, um, please do all that because Nate puts in all this work to make me look good uh, and we want to make sure that we get as many subscribers, followers and watchers as we possibly can. Uh, our target is to have 100 people watching us a week. We're a little bit short of that at the moment, so make sure you get on and support it. Boy, I do agree, um, you're saying get some others from the page on?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the start, we'll we always going to do it, and I think um, I think we've we've had Ash on a couple of times. I think I think um, just getting some 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 fresh faces in would would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we'll have a look at that. Send out some messages this week. What's wrong
0: with my face?
1: Making right. <laughs> me <be> started. But... <laughs> that's that's a whole nother pod. What's wrong with Hamo's face?
0: I'll do that on my own channel.
1: Thank you guys. Appreciate you joining us, and uh, watch for the Suns to go to twelve and twelve and zero in our most recent run after this week. Say hi to your mum for me. Oh, pinched. <laughs> <laughs>